Rightio. Um, welcome to episode 12 of the LT podcast. Had a couple of weeks off, so we're, we're back in full flight. Um, obviously, since our last podcast, Charlotte, who I interviewed last, did a walk from uh, Melbourne to Kingston. She completed that. So congratulations, Charlotte. Well done on what you've done. Um, huge effort. Um, and yeah, so I'd like to welcome my guests for episode 12, probably the biggest guest we've had so far, uh, literally. Uh, Zach Deutsch. Welcome, mate. Thanks, mate. Thanks for the introduction. No, nah, no worries. Uh, thanks for coming on. Obviously, this has been a couple of weeks in the making with... Yeah, it's been a few weeks. We uh, missed, I can't remember how, why... Uh... I remember it was my fault, but I couldn't make one week, and then, um, and then it was yeah, my we fault. got it organised. I think we got it happening. Yeah. Within about four to six weeks. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just typical kid stuff. Yeah, it was. Sweet, yeah, once, once, one kid gets sick, the other kid gets sick, then That's we right. get sick, and then that mean ripple effect. Yes. And then mum gets sick, and then the house is screwed. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. So, always good fun. Um, how's your week been, mate? It's been good, man. Um, I was good up until about an hour and a half ago when the All Blacks lost to the Springboks in the World Cup by one. So yeah. overall, it's been good. But yeah. Yeah. actually, and we lost to the Roos last night in the league. So, yeah. So good yeah. up until <laughs> literally probably 12 hours ago. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So no, we're all good. We're all good in general overall. Can't yeah. That get us down. You walked in pretty flat this morning. I was, uh, yeah. You know, I snapped myself out. I was going to win my jersey, but I thought I'd better not. No, you could have. You we could have, but uh, we lost, so it's like, you know, probably would have been in Still proud, still proud, you know, one point's all good. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's absolutely. how it goes. Nah. Um, yeah, like, he was actually that upset that he changed his his order from uh, uh, long is, black yes. to yep. an oat latte mm-hmm. with a shot of caramel. Yeah, I went right wing. Yep. I so. felt, felt manly initially and got my long black and then, you know, after the loss I might stuff it. Yeah. I get my wussy drink, my yep. caramel latte, well-known caramel latte with oat milk. Which, mm. you know. And it tastes good though, not because you've tried it. Yeah, so thanks, uh, thanks Karma again for mm. the for the coffee and the and the donuts that we've got placed beyond the laptop there that we're trying to not we'll, eat. We'll get there, bro. We'll, we'll eat them. There. We'll 100% eat them, yeah. just probably not yet. Um, so yeah, no, uh, my week's been pretty solid yeah. as well, which is good. Um, birthday yesterday, so. Oh, yeah. Right, nice. old age of 29 now. Oh, beautiful, you're sweet, bro. Yeah. You're all good. Yeah, it's funny how things change, like. Yeah. You know, you're, you're 29, I went out for lunch, had an afternoon nap, yep. and then that was pretty good. I can't uh, wait to hear about your 30th then. Uh, Jeez. You'll probably be there, I assume. <laughs> well, we'll yeah. Jeez, we'll see. Party's over by 10. Yeah, so. yep. sounds good. No, nah, but it was good. Went out for tea and then went home and chilled yeah. out. So it's funny how things change when you... Spend some time with the fam and yeah, that's it. Love it. Yep. Love it. That's so... Right. Good um, man, good man. Started off actually yesterday with a with a workout. Good boy. That absolutely killed me. What'd you do? So she Not was... Hundred eighty, sixty, forty, twenty. Yep. Calories on the rower. It's gross already. Yep. Calories on the rower, yep. and then um, air squats. Ah. Yeah. Nice so memories. Hundred cows, hundred squats. Legs should be feeling cows. fine, man. Yeah. That should be fine. Yeah. That's why you got the the rocking chair. Yeah. Well, I have to keep you keep your limbs loose. So that's how <laughs> so I started my twenty ninth birthday with an absolute nah, ripper. That's the way to start it too, bro. Nothing wrong with that. I was gonna sub the uh, sub the rower out for a run because I don't mind running. Yep. That's, that's obviously a strong point. So yep, sweet. Uh, and Rude's just flat out rejected me. He's yeah, that's like, fair. Nah, you're rolling. I reject so, you too. That's the work, yeah, yep. bro. You yep. got to do it. Bro. <laughs> yeah. So nah, and I got it done. So always a good start. Um, so bit about yourself, Zach. Bit about myself. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, Mount Gambier is a small town. Um, um, 
most people, well, I've been here for about 11, I don't know, be 12 or 13 years now in Mount Gambia. I was a Millicent boy before that. I'm 33 years old, uh, married to my wife, Victoria. Uh, we've been together a long time, 13, 14 years, been married for five years. We've got two kids, Maddox, our son, who's eight, and uh, Blake, our daughter, who's six. Um, we've been in the fitness industry for uh, a fair while now. Well, actually, yeah. I've been in the industry since I left high school, so since I was or second year out of high school, so yep. 19. Yep. Um, we've had a few gyms. Our current um, uh, business, Phoenix, is a personal training studio. Yep. And we do that uh, full time. Yep. Both of us. Yep. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that's sums us up pretty well. Yep. Both. I was going to say, for as long as I've known you, you've been with Vic. So, yeah. Um, obviously, yeah, the kids are bloody beautiful. Thank you, mate. Had a little bit to do with Maddox when I was working at Reedy. Funny, oh, did you? funny little fella he is. He is I never funny. worked with him, like, but I was in a, in a couple of classrooms with him. And he's getting very witty. Yes. Very witty. Don't know where he gets that from. No, it's not me. He's way quicker than me. <laughs> I don't know where he's getting that from. Vic. Yeah, Got Vic. Um, yeah, so I guess like we'll start off with the with the fitness side of things. Yeah, yeah. I guess, um, I mean, it's something you've always done, but for me, you know, for me personally, like it's always something that's been in and out of and you know, I was flat out at CrossFit till I got bloody COVID, and then yeah. that rocked me for six. Yeah, but you played footy um, for many years. You still yeah, play footy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still, yeah. still doing the footy thing. So I guess yeah. like that's obviously always been a constant. But yeah. you know, the gym and me have never really been mates up yeah. until probably now. Yeah, sweet. But um, for yourself, like, how'd you get into it? What what was it that um, into into training? Yeah. in general. Jeez, man. Um, well, first up, I was always a skinny kid. Yeah. Um, uh, just a thoroughbred build. Um, played a lot of sport in high school, footy and basketball, basketball mainly. Yep. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I was always obsessed with, um, well, you know, you know, being uh, being a Kiwi, being Maori. Yep. You know, yeah. you've got the reputation for having big boys over there, big solid units, but that wasn't me. Um, and I've, I've ever since I could remember, I've always been obsessed with, um, you know, with superheroes, with strong physical figures, yep. and um, I wanted to be like that one day. And I yep. remember I've Again, thinking as far back as four or five years old, just, you know, who I used to watch on TV and, you know, He-Man Masters of the Universe was yep. my favourite movie, old Dolph Lundgren just looking yoked, yep. still looks yoked yep. now when I go back and watch that. Um, and, uh, you know, that was my driving force behind my obsession with Jim. And then when I was old enough to obviously give it a try, um, I sort of fell into it. It took a few years to get going. Yep. So you didn't, um, like, it wasn't like... It wasn't immediate. Yeah. Foot stepping, stepping yep. into the gym and getting into it. No, I, I trained, started training with my mates when I was about 17. Yep. Uh, bummed around in the shed. Now I look back at our, you know, the programming. It's just like, what, what were you, yep. what were you doing? Yep. You know, just lift until you're exhausted, which is fine. That's yeah. how, that's how yes. it should start. Yeah. Um, but then when I was, yeah, 18, still into it through high school, because I was in year 12, obviously by then. Yep. And then 19, I got into it pretty hard. But even then, I look back and I think, you know. I still didn't get serious about, tra- yeah, I always trained, but I yeah. didn't get serious yeah. about my progression until I was 20, 24, 25, yep. really. Yep. You know, uh, when the smarts started to kick in. Because, yep. you know, when you train before that, you're not really smart. You don't, not that you don't know what you're doing, but you, you know. You just listen you, to get big. That, yeah, that's really? right. And you see, yeah, that's right. You just want to, you know, how much yep. do you bench and how yep. big are your biceps? Yeah. You know, yep. probably the two least important things there are in the gym. Yep. Um, well, yep. de- depending on who you are and what your goal is, of That's course. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you still get asked that question: How much do you bench? Yeah. Like, Shit, I don't yeah. Know. Wouldn't know. Yeah. Um, uh, so yeah, no, nah, pro- probably. So I've been into it hard for about ten years. I'd say. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yep. So you obviously, I remember you at Jets. Yep, yep. So was that the starting point? No, nah, starting was, point goes, because I was a Millicent boy, I got yep. a um, uh, traineeship with Adam Weiss at Ignition Fitness. Oh, yep. Uh, when I was 19. Yep. So one year out of school, I was working for, for my dad at a timber treatment plant. Yep. And then I decided to jump into fitness because I thought, okay, this is where my passion's at. So I was his trainee for two years. And then um, I was with Victoria during that time. And then I decided to move up to the mountain and then got offered a job at Jets when I was 21. Right. So, yeah. 21. Yeah. So yep. A couple of years in and then I was at Jets. Yep. yep. And then from there, obviously, was... It was four, oh, two, three, four, five, six, four right. years with yeah. Jets, and yep. then Victoria and I went out on our own. Yep. Um, yep. And that was in the shed beyond... Uh, it's on Law Street. Yeah, yep. beyond the Highway Deli, remember where that was. The Highway Deli? Off, just off the highway? Yeah, Left. Which, yeah as in like Panola Road? Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so we're yeah. behind there. I remember yeah. I went there once and I was spewed and I never Did went you? back. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I should yeah. remember that. No, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> not much to remember, mate. I... I remember it thoroughly. You went there and I thought, that yeah, was your fault. That was your fault. Not yeah, mine. I think I probably had pre-workout or something stupid oh, before. Oh, yeah, thought, everyone does you know, that. Eh? I need this. Empty stomach yep. and you just take the shittest pre-workout yep. you can find and the next thing the heart rate just goes through the roof yep. and you send stars. Then I bombed. And then I don't think you did 100 calories in the row and, and nah, the squats, man. No, nah, definitely not. <laughs> definitely not. I couldn't remember what I did, but uh, I knew that it was enough to make me vomit. So. That makes me happy. Yeah. That's yeah, good, yeah, There's yeah. plenty of room outside to vomit. Yeah. And obviously that was, is that when like the CrossFit yes. type? Yeah. So yep. Victoria and I sort of got into CrossFit the year before that uh, yep. on and off at Blue Lake CrossFit. Yeah. Um, used to train under um, Adam and Eve. Adam and Eve. Uh, yeah. Very grateful to those guys for introducing yep. us to CrossFit. Lovely people. And um, yeah, we trained there for a bit and just got obsessed with it immediately. Uh, both of us, very competitive. Victoria comes from a dancing background. Yep. Um, so she un- understands competitiveness got that drive and yeah we you know anyone who's done crossfit knows that that's what draws you in if you yep. say that's not what draws you in you're lying yep. you know community yeah that's all good but you can have community in any any group uh, you know you know fitness environment yep. yeah, that comes down to the people uh, and the coaches and those values that you instill into that place but that competitiveness that dog in you that's what keeps you coming back for crossfit yeah and you yeah, we fell in love with that straight away yep. and we decided you know we wanted to tailor our training sort of around that style yeah um, because it's what we love to do. And when we opened our gym, we, we didn't even know what the hell we were doing. I remember mm-hmm. looking back, we had a laugh about it, me and Victoria, looking at our, our business model and our plan, and there was no plan. I look back at our membership rates, and I'm like, geez, Zach, what are you, yeah, right. what were you thinking? Yeah. What's that yeah. going to cover? You know. Yeah. Then GST gets introduced, and you're like, what's that? Yeah. But anyway, we sorted all that out, and then we just grew. It was more of a place where we wanted to go and train, yeah. and if you liked how we trained, come and join in. And then it just built from there. Yep. Um, we didn't even start off as a member-based gym. We just started off PT, and then we realised, hey, we can actually we've yeah, got enough people yep. now, you know, put yep. into a, a group fitness environment. So yep. Victoria and I just winged it that way. Um, I mean, learning on the job. Learning happens on the job. in every industry. So every I guess, industry, like, I mean, yep. you took obviously a pretty big leap with, yeah. you know, just starting your own gym and doing your own stuff. But get, like, yeah. you know, still, you're along the lines of just. Just learning on the job. Always. And that's exactly what you did. So, yeah, and obviously yeah. it panned out pretty well. Oh, I look um, back at the plan. I think. Yeah. You know, I wish you know, it could have made a few adjustments, but yep. who doesn't look back and realise that? Oh. So. And it's a starting point. Like if you, I guess right. you know if you're still doing it now. Yeah. You haven't learned anything. No, we so. know. <laughs> that's all right. Um, yeah. But obviously, yeah, you're right about the CrossFit thing. It's just that. Yeah. I don't know, and you're not even like you're obviously there and you're competing, but you're competing against yourself. Yeah, absolutely. And it's sure. just nuts how, I think that's where, for me personally, that's where I get my drive. Like, yep. I get so, like, 
Broods or anyone will tell you that I get so shitty if I don't lift well. I thought I was going to lift. No, that's fair. And you know what I mean? And you crack it and I kick something and, you know, standard because I've got a pretty short term. When you're 30, you'll mature out of that stage, man. Hopefully. You're all good. (laughs) I hope so. And you'll get angry when you can't reach behind your back. Yeah. Yeah. That that pisses me off more than the list. That's annoying. um, No, but yeah, I think you're 100% spot on. and with obviously, you know, you go back to that that dancing background, and we talk about your, your family, yeah. I guess. Um, yeah. How many siblings? Uh, so I'm the oldest of four. Yep. Yep. So younger brother Ewan, yep. uh, younger sister Ella, and youngest sister Hope. Yep. 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 So growing up in, uh, were you were you born? Aus- born in Aussie? No, 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 no. You were born here. Yeah. Yep. 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 So we were in New Zealand for the first ten years of my life. We moved to Aussie September two thousand. Straight right. to Millicent. Yep. 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 Um, so, were all four of you born? Uh, Hope. We, uh, we, we call Hope and Mozzie. Yep. Uh, she's a Maori <laughs> yeah. Aussie because yep. she was conceived in NZ, but yeah, she was. Ah, uh, uh, right. Yeah, she was born in Aussie a month and a bit after we got here. Two Crazy. Months. Yeah. Crazy. So, so she's a Mozzie. So that's like she's a... actually saved as Auntie Mozzie. In Auntie my Mozzie. <laughs> she don't like it, but nah. it's all good. Oh, too bad. Yeah. No. So she's still a... Maori. She's still Kiwi. She knows it. Oh, absolutely. For sure. For sure. Yeah. I yeah. just tease her. So that's a crazy move <laughs> for mm. your parents to make. It's a bit random, eh? Yeah. Like, <clears throat> probably I got a lot of questions, but like for one. What made you move at that time, or what made yep. your parents move at that time? Because obviously your mum being heavily pregnant, yeah, is crazy enough as it is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and two, what made you move from Enzo to here, and what made you move to Millicent? Yeah, okay. So <laughs> the timing of it all, I guess, uh, would have been just because Dad's work, the yep. job that my dad got offered over here, which was the reason for the move, uh, was right. starting at that point. Yep. So regardless whether or not mum was pregnant <laughs> or not, you know, yeah. we, we we had to come over then. Yep. Um, and, um, you know, we just wanted a new opportunity. Again, Dad had a job that, you know, he got he made an offer that was not too good to be true, but it was a great opportunity to pass yep. it up. would have been silly yep. considering the position we were in uh, in New Zealand at that time. Yep. Uh, so my dad got offered a manager's role at a timber treatment plant called yep. Lumbergard, yep. and it was located in the Snuggery area near, near KCA, near yep. Kimberley Club, yep. just around the corner. Right. And his boss was initially going to move us to Mount Gambia. And uh, then Dad goes, he had a look on the map and he goes, oh, well, no, what's this town here? That's closer. And his boss goes, no, 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 you don't want to move there. There's like barely 5,000 people there, man. You're from, you know, Rotorua. We had bloody, I don't remember how many people we've got there, but I've got a feeling it's at least three times the size yeah. of that game in yeah, terms of population. Yeah. He goes, you don't move there, too small. And the dad goes, ah, oh, but it's only 10 minutes from work. He goes, that makes more sense rather than a 20-minute drive, yeah. you know, 45-minute commute every day. Um, and uh, so that's why we moved to Millicent. Right. Done. Yep. Because of the the map. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was it. It was closer. And it makes sense. And it was a real good move, yeah. actually. Millicent loved growing up there. Um, good coffee. Uh, great. You know. You know. Uh, it was a great place to raise kids. Yep. Sporting was unreal in yep. that community. Um, so no, no regrets moving no. to Millicent. And it's definitely still a strong point. Like, you know, it is like Mount Gambia where it gets bad raps. Yep. But I find. You know, all the people I know from Millicent are pretty good people. Yeah, good people. You know what I mean? Yeah, so I get all the people we know from our game are good people. Yeah, so. yeah. And yeah, any place gets bad raps, man. That's right. There. Yeah, it's yeah. Right. You can, and you can pick apart anything if you choose to. Absolutely. Yeah. And they're like their sporting stuff over there still is ridiculous. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, in the town of Millicent itself, but then you know your small surrounds. You yeah. know, talking footy at least, like yeah. it's crazy. That's right. And their basketball so, program down there is phenomenal. Still oh, is. Yeah. So I've heard. We well, see the boys coming through now. That, yeah. And they're they're elite. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah so absolutely. Um, so yeah, obviously, even just going through with the siblings. Um, yeah, like obviously, Ewan, 
Don Gignon. Yeah. He's doing pretty well for he's himself. He's doing all right, Yui. Yeah. 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 Uh, they're all they're all doing good. Uh, Absolutely, you know, yeah. in, in whatever it is in their in their field and what they're doing, just in life in general. Proud yep. of all of them. Yeah. Um, yeah, the bro, I can't keep up with him. People ask me where he is, and I go, oh, I don't know. Yeah. He's based in Melbourne, but yep. he's either in Melbourne or Sydney, or or uh, it's mostly Melbourne or Sydney, I think. Yep. Or another country. Yeah, yeah. It's hard. Yeah. It's hard to keep up with yeah. him, but no, he's doing good. Yeah. He's doing. Yeah. Did you dabble in the dance thing? Um, can't lie on here, can I? No, shouldn't. Mm -hmm. Just once, just once had a little play. Yeah, um, yeah. I've been a prop a couple of times. Yeah, I was going to say I've seen yeah. you as a prop. Yeah, I've seen you as a prop. <laughs> we're in a, we're in. I'll say a loincloth, but that's I think um, that's overstating. I think yeah. it's less than that. Yeah, it's more something like this. <laughs> yeah, suture. Oh, uh, Jeff, thank you, mate. Yeah, so no, I was a, a prop a couple of times. Yeah, and then jumped in an actual uh, troop routine once. Yep. Um, <laughs> Which is always good fun to go back and watch. Yeah, uh, I've seen it. Back when I was 17. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure you've yeah, seen it. That's, yeah. why See, you that's, asked that's why I asked the question. Why you asked me? Because I knew the answer. Because <laughs> she was there, she yeah. would have seen it. Yeah, yep. 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 Thanks for that, man. But no, no that was good. <laughs> that was good fun. Even you know, if it was a once off. Honestly, though, the dance thing, crazy. Like, yeah. after doing Swing with the Stars, yeah. how much time and effort goes into oh, yeah. putting something sure. together is ridiculous. And for then sure. actually yeah. learning it. That's right, learning like, it. And then doing your best to perfect it and staying in time. Yeah. That shit's Crazy. hard. Oh, that's hard. And that's what I mean for like in your other three siblings all danced flat out. Uh, all two well, up to a point. Yeah, they, they all yeah they all danced. Yeah, um, uh, Ewan and Hope, like Ewan obviously did, did yeah, everything yeah. and they yeah. had solos and troops. My sister there she did troops and yep. then Hope done a couple of solos yep. and troops as well. And then Victoria, my wife, she was yeah. as flat out in it as Ewan was. Yeah. Um. So yeah, which like good on them for. Because it's just so you talk about discipline, obviously mm. when it comes to like gymming and stuff, but that's like next level. It is next level. Like yeah, yeah good on them for doing that. Because <laughs> I did it for like three months and I was like, I'm naked. That's back me. to the back to the row in the squats. <laughs> yeah, I'll just yeah. just get back to doing nothing. But um, as far as yeah, I guess we we'll, we'll go down the uh, the mental health journey, mate. Mm. I actually, I've known you a while. But I couldn't tell you too much about. I don't, like I don't know much about you really. Oh, that's all good, man. That's which all is for. which is great. Yep. So I'm yep. I'm actually going to be learning a lot today yep. about uh, about yourself. Yeah. Um, I think so far we spoke about sort of everything I know about you. But um, yeah, how's how's your journey with mental health been? Uh, obviously, and trying to keep, you know, it, it's not an easy thing to roll out of bed every day and go to the gym for a start, mm. and then you start throwing you know, kids into the mix and all the rest of it. So yep. like, yeah, as far back as you remember, like what, what's your journey been like? Just me off. So on a mental health uh, front, so really yeah. Yeah, for me, you know, mental health is is really just your state of mind, your state of being, you know, in, the, in this present moment, everyone has mental health, yep. you know, it's just some people are suffering, some yep. people are sweet, yep. um, some people are on and off, you know, that's life. Obviously life presents its, its challenges and then, um, you know, that's that's those those moments will dictate your your mindset in that moment. You know, you can go either way. Yeah. Um, you know, the reason I reached out to you is just because I thought, you know, there are f there are so many more people. There's so many people that have suffered a hell of a lot more than I have. But it wasn't to come on here and say, oh, you know, I've suffered the most. This is my story. Yep. I just wanted to come on and discuss some things. Yeah. Um, you know, in relation to mental health and gym and how to build resilience or how I yes I tried to build yep. resilience and how I think that can help. Yeah. In a massive way. Um, and then just see where we go from there. But yeah, for me personally, you know, I, I didn't really struggle with much. Yep. You know, I think about it apart from, you know, life standard stuff, yep. you know. Um, but true suffering for me 
It was an internal battle, like, well, like I guess it is for most. Um, there was no external trigger for me. Yep. You know, for some people there's a moment or something's yeah. happened. Yep. Uh, then you look back and you, you talk about trauma. Yep. Or, you know, you could just be bullied by your boss for too long and it just starts to break you down. You know, then all of a sudden everything in your life becomes hectic. You know, so, so for me, there was no yep. defining moment. It was an internal battle that really took shape probably a year and a half, two years ago. Right. If that, what are we in now? Year and a half. Yep. Year and a half has been an ongoing battle, an internal battle. Um, and jeez, uh, man, to go through it and weather that storm and what I've learned or made myself learn while going through it is yep. exactly why I've come out of it on the other side. So I'm actually in a bloody good place now. Good. Which is why I wanted yep. to talk to you about yes. it. You know, could yep. talk to you about it while I was in the mix of it, but, and I didn't time it or anything, I just happened no. to come out of it. Yep at that time yep. um, and I look back and go, man, this lasted for about a year and a half. That's crazy. Yeah. 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 So you noticed when you were going through it that you were going through it? Like was uh, it one yeah, of those? definitely. You know so what I mean? Like, man, it's a tricky, how do I even, I can, I can almost sort of pick the date. It wasn't a moment, but I can almost pick the date. Um, I, for me, the biggest struggle was um, identification. You know, sort of knowing, trying to figure out who I was. Yep. You know, in a big way, as a you know, as man, as as energy, you know, as Maori, you know, you know, you know, who am I? I was asking myself that question, and I think it was because, no, it was definitely because, <clears throat> you know, I've always acknowledged my culture and my heritage, always. Um, but the last year and a half, something happened, or two years, and I just had a craving for home, an absolute craving. Right. I could just feel it just Crazy, flowing hey? through me. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know if it happened because, you know, I'm in my 30s now. Yeah. And you, you do think differently. Yeah. You know, when you're out of that 20s phase of partying, getting pissed and, yeah. you know, what, whatever everybody's yeah, yeah, experience yeah, absolutely. is. Yeah, yeah, Early 20s, sorry. Let's be yeah. specific for me. Yeah. Um, but you start to ask yourself those universal questions. And uh, for me, you know, I wasn't anchored to anything. Yeah. Apart from my family, of yes. course. My yeah, father, yeah. my babies, my wife. Yeah. They're my anchor. But I believe every man... And I can only speak for men because I am one. Every woman should too, should have an anchor that doesn't rely on anybody else. Yep. So if my family wasn't here, I should still have an anchor. Because right? that's relying heavily yep. on them. And yep. anything could happen, you don't know what could yeah, happen right. tomorrow. Yep. And for me, my culture was a big part of that. So I just had a craving for home. So I wanted to learn more about where I was from, learn my iwi, learn my tribes, learn my, you know, who my ancestors were. Um, and that was the start of it. And then through that just came just man just waves of internal suffering questioning things i've done yep. said not done you know stepping back and almost having an out-of-body experience and witnessing witnessing your actions yep. externally and being like oh shit yep. you know, i wish i didn't do, do, do that or i would never do that now yeah. or i wish i know, did that yeah yeah wish i did that or how yeah. can i do better yeah i've always been a reflective uh, reflective guy always looking at where i can improve um uh, for myself, it's not for anyone else yep. externally. You know, yep. let's let's make Just that clear. Yeah. It's so it should be. You know, yep. we, we don't we don't act. Uh, not sorry, not act for others because some sometimes we do act for yes, others. You know, if we're trying to if we're trying to help. Yeah. But um, you know, well, we're the only ones that get to judge ourselves. Therefore, we're the, we're the only ones that get to define ourselves. Our behavior. You know, if you're saying oh, I'm doing this and this and I'm doing everything just for these people, it's like yep. no, no, no. You've got to do it for yourself because you're the one that looks in the mirror every day and say and says, you know, are you happy with who you are? Yep. So that was the internal struggle for me that just kind of cascaded for about a year and a half. And man, 
it started with, um, I read a book called uh, a, New, a New Earth by Eckhart Tolle. Um, some people might know him. If you haven't, if you don't know who he is, get into his um, reading material. He's got a book called The Power of Now. And um, that was the, that was years ago. And that's, yep. that's gone crazy. And this one, A New Earth. So he, what he talks about is the, um, the ego and how the ego is responsible for, for all, not some, for all human suffering. And then he delves into that and you read it and you're like, oh, shit. He's that on. guy's right. He's yep. onto it. And then you start to ask yourself questions and you see similarities within yourself and your actions. And that's what those books are for. Yeah. It is on yeah. for us to reflect. And that's why we read philosophy. Um, and yeah, from, from that, it just started to unravel. And I guess I had what was called an awakening. Yeah. And he talks about that. You know, yeah. We'll call it a spiritual awakening. It happens when you are, that doesn't just mean you snap and you're awake and everything is good. Yeah. yeah. But it means you've now put one foot in the door. Yep. And it is impossible to go back. It is impossible. He says it. Yep. I've done it. I yep. get it. Once you just take that first step, there is no going back. You're all in or you're going to suffer one foot, one out, one foot in, one foot out. Yep. And that's what happened to me for that year yep. and a half. <clears throat> so yep. trying to move forward, but realizing stuff was holding me back. And yep. It was all internal. So it was unbelievable. Best thing I ever did was yep. pick up that book. You know, at no point or plenty of points during this journey, I, I absolutely said, no, nah, I don't want any more of this. I said to my wife, this is, you know, this is fucked. This is too yep. hard, baby. I'd fall on my knees. I'd be in tears and she'd be killed over me, realizing that she couldn't do anything to help me. Yep. She was unbelievable. She did help me. But, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. As a partner, when you see your partner upset and you realize, shit, you know, I can talk to him as much as I like, but I can't get them through this. Um, and I'm going to jump in. Like, that's where, like, this, this stereotype comes from, I guess. Like, mm. you see a dude your size. Yeah. <laughs> Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. we don't know what each other's gone through. And no, obviously, no, the stuff that you know. went through, man, was like, obviously, was just <clears throat> you, you yep. within yourself. But, yep. like, even, I guess, for Vic, she'd see you, the big man that you are, and you know, hey, like, you're the man at home. Yep. Father, oh. partner, yeah. and all the rest of it. Curled over. Yeah, yeah. That's intense. Yeah, it was intense. Like, a few, few times like that. A few times like that. Yeah. Um, a couple of times I had to get in the car and drive away. A couple of times I actually have no memory or recollection of those moments. Yeah. Um, but, you know, as you said that, my wife, you know, remember Victoria's the, the one person that truly knows who I am. She's yep. been with me for half her life. You know, so when she says, when you said, you know, big strong man killed over, she doesn't see me mm. in that way. You know, she, yep. she sees me as father figure, husband, yep. you know, you know, and, you know, helps me step into, you know, that masculine energy and that masculine role in my family. And yep. I do the best for her in that regard and help her step into her feminine energy as well. And we feed off each other. We do our best to create that partnership. Yep. Um, but yeah, man, like obviously we go size has got nothing to do with no, how you feel. Every, everyone's, you know, I know what you mean though. Yeah, you know? yeah. That was, um, yeah, sorry. Like, that no, was, got, that, no, that's just how I was sort of like. If you look externally. For me, oh, that's what I mean, man. Like, yeah. I, for one, I wouldn't look at you. If you were crying, man, it wouldn't be like, holy shit, this big dude's crying. Mm. But, you know, people would. Yeah, unfortunately, yeah. like you know, yeah. if you if you were out in the street, man, and you were crying, people would be like, "Whoa, look at that yeah. dude! Like he's, of course, you know, and hey, like he's a fucking truck." Yeah, you know what? What could he have going on <laughs> that makes him to that point? That's right. We and like you said before, we never know what each other's going through. No, you know, never. So you know, you never never assume. But I know exactly what you're saying. Yeah. Why would you think that it's yeah. externally? Oh. You know, you wouldn't look at the rock and think, "Oh man, you know that guy." If he started crying, you'd be like, "What the hell? Yeah. What are you crying for?" And especially like you know, you know you've got your business, you got your partner, yeah. you got your kids, yeah. you got a you know, your family. Yeah, life's good. 
Yeah, 100%. Yeah, like, got my health. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and, and that's the other thing, I guess. Like, it's not as if you went out and broke your leg yeah. and you couldn't go to the gym and you were crying. Everyone would be like, oh, shit, man, no, no wonder he's crying. Like, you know, he's, he's upset because he's physically injured. Mm. But for you to go through that process, like, that's, yeah, for me to hear that was like, well. Yeah, it's like I um, said, internal, internal yeah. suffering. And it just rocked me to my absolute depths. Yep. Like I told you, the struggle was more so being one foot in, one foot out, and yep. realizing, oh shit, I can't go back. And anyone who's gone through this, who listens to this, a lot of people understand what awakening is and they'll all be nodding going, yep, been there or I am there. Yep. And you cannot go back. Going back is, is suffering even more. Yep. So it's like, righto, you've done it. Now you've got to face some music and yep. answer these questions. And you know, you're gonna decide which direction you go to from here or stay there and suffer, which is where I think a lot of people are. Yeah. You know, yep. they may not, <clears throat> you know, <clears throat> we're suffering, you know, suffering like success. It's all relative. Everyone's, everyone's situation is different. Yep. My version of suffering could be completely different to yours. That's right. You know, that's yep. how it goes. Yeah. Um, and you were stuck in that, you were stuck in that back and forth movement yep. for yep. 18 so, months. So what I did was I read that book and yep. then I remember, you know, first, a lot of people have to understand what the ego is. Um, I find it absolutely fascinating. The ego go beyond what you believe the stereotypical ego is, you know, oh yeah, you know, pig-headed version, you know, pig-headed person who, who loves himself. Yep. You know, that's that's a very, very shallow understanding of the ego. One form of identification of bloody hundreds. So, you know, uh, get that out of your minds of, of, you know, that's what the ego is. Think of the ego as the false self, you know? That's that voice in the head that tells you this is what you are, this yep. is what you have to do, this is what you have to be attached to. That is ego. Identification with something. Ego yep. needs to be identified with something. Yep. Whether it be your body, yep. you know, wanting to be obsessed with fitness, identified with status, you know, in, in public eye mm. or in uh, you know, in a job. Yep. Um, identified with having nice things and feeling less than when you have shit things. Yep. That's all ego. Yep. And that is what I was talking about, the human suffering. Yep. So we know that suffering occurs in our heads. It doesn't occur externally. No one wakes well. Sorry, a lot of people do suffer every day from yeah. external events. Yeah, absolutely. But, you know, as sucky as that sounds, it's still a perception of those events that cause that suffering. Yep. It is perception, isn't yep. it? You know, if you read yep. about there being no good or bad, there are only things as that sounds so black and white and yep. many people may disagree with it, but it is true, you yep. know? And I you think know? people look for that uh, external, when, when you hear of people suffering, they mm. think, oh, what's happened to them? Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and, and a lot of it is, yeah, shit, like wonder what's happened in their life for them to, mm. to get to this point. Yeah. You know, what's happened outside? What have they seen? What have they been through? What have they done? Yeah, exactly. I guess, and that's the biggest external factor is, and, and that's a, thing that people go to straight away is what's happened. Yeah, what's happened. But for you... Yeah, nothing actually happened. It was just that, uh, right, I don't know. It was just like yep. I stood back. And when you read that book about the ego, you know, there's that ego, then there's conscious awareness. That's yep. the real the real yeah. self. Yeah, yeah, stepping back. Yep. Again, like having that out-of-body experience of being like, what is going on here? Who's yep. in the driver's seat here? Yeah. And when I read that book, I remember he said in that book, he t first thing he covers is identification with the body. He says, when you go beyond the ego, you start to become less identified with things. And things could range from, again, status to materialistic stuff, whatever. Yep. Suffering. You, you can be attached to suffering, and that is a form of the ego. Someone, on, someone who thrives on feeling shit and wants to let everybody know, I feel shit. That's yep. not my status. That's the ego. Yep. No different than someone saying, damn, I feel yep. good. I yep. want to let everyone know I feel good. 
ego again. Yeah. Ego is not, you know, it's, no. it's so creepy. It's, yeah. It just creeps in without yeah. you knowing. And that is, that is the trick. And that's what he talks about in his book is about having the ability. You'll never be rid of the ego completely. It's impossible. And when I first read it, I thought I could be rid of the ego. And I was very interested in trying that. And I realized, no, that's impossible. I'm yep. not interested in doing that. But he says, the idea is to, in those moments where the ego, you know, rears up, to have that ability to step back and be that awareness that goes, gotcha. You know, I know the ego is trying to run the show yep. here. Then the ego loses its strength, loses its power. It's like, oh, fuck, you caught me. Yep. Yep. And so you keep doing that, all of a sudden, dozen times, turns into hundreds of times, that ego starts to get broken down. Yep. And actually breaks down very quickly and you become that awareness in the background and then you end well in a perfect world you end yeah. your suffering yeah you know yeah but it's a work it's a working thing it's it's yeah it requires practice yeah and i put myself up on so many things again how i perceive myself not how others perceive me yeah don't you, sh you, know, you don't should let, get that out of your head yeah. don't ever worry about what others perceive yeah. of you unless it's important for them oh. to see you a certain way yeah in business or whatever else yeah that should be the least of your concerns because yeah. that's another form of ego. Yeah. Caring about what you think of me. You know what I mean? It's not mm. about saying, I don't give it. So if I say, I don't give a shit what you think about me, that's ego that's, again. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Anyone who said that obviously cares. Yeah. It's just about, nah, man, I'm just being yeah. how you take it. Yeah. That's up to you. Yes. You know, I'll go about my day regardless. Yeah. Whether you say, yeah. G'day, Zach, or you don't say anything to me at all. And I think, like, I guess I haven't had that whole experience, but I've been through that with the ego where. Yeah. You know, especially when you're in the party scene and you're like, yeah, I'm going to be, you know. Oh, yeah. That's when you go really oh, I'm going to be this absolute legend that yeah. everyone loves. And then all yeah. of a sudden you're like. Well, we know what alcohol does, don't we? So the oh. alcohol breaks down that barrier, that yeah. wall. Now the ego can just go full flight because yeah. you're not in control. Yeah. You know, and that's the same for me. You yeah. know, if I get pissed, that's where the ego really rears yeah. its head. And there's shadow versions of myself come out. Yeah. Um, that's why when you're, you're out and about, you work in security. Yeah. You know? You, yeah. You see dickheads everywhere because yeah. there's egos yeah. everywhere now because yeah. we've, that wall is no longer there. Yeah. You know, that conscious awareness can't no. be there when you're, when you're, when you're pissed. Yeah. <laughs> it's not yeah, possible. No, no. no <laughs> that's right. Yeah. yeah. And I guess, yeah, you just, when it is someone else's ego, you just deal with it, eh? Yeah. Like, and you've yeah. been in that scene of being the security and you see the other side of people and it's not, Great. No, I didn't do security. My mates did. Uh, <laughs> true. You were there though. Yeah, true. Yeah, I didn't <laughs> want to stay up that late and no, no. Um, not be pissed. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. that was years ago. Yeah. yeah. That but was my um, excuse. yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's it, what you said. Like, mm. hits home. <laughs> Read that book, man. Yeah. To well, understand it is key. Um, yeah. You know, I do believe, and if we're going through our suffering, we first need to acknowledge that this is happening. Yep. We are suffering. Yep. But also in that book, he talks about identification. You got to be careful with how you speak, yourself, speak to yourself. You know, Bruce Lee says, be careful with how you speak to yourself, even as a joke, because your body does not know the difference. You know, so it's a lot of us say, oh, you shit, you're a pussy. Yeah. Well, your body's going to take that. Yeah. And you think that's going to help you? No, it's not. Yeah. That's why positive affirmations are essential. Yeah. Uh, be careful how you speak to yourself, especially in the mind. You know, you let that ego run rampant yeah. and you're in yeah. trouble, especially if you can't acknowledge it. Yeah. Um, so, you know, acknowledge, firstly acknowledge if you're suffering that this is happening. Don't resist. He yep. talks about three main components, non-resistment, non-judgment, yep. non-attachment. So if you're suffering, acknowledge, okay, I am suffering. This is happening. No matter how much I cry or, or tell people about my stuff, this is actually happening to me. Yep. Okay, don't, don't resist it. 
because if you resist it, what, what, what's that going to do? You know, you're just going to yep. be bang, actually banging your head against the wall. That's when you're curled up in that ball. Yep. Um, that doesn't mean you shouldn't do anything about it. You should just resist. It's like um, if you've got um, uh, a problem at work and, you know, your, you know, your boss says, um, okay, right, you know, because of this poor effort, you know, I'm considering, um, you know, moving you out of this department and putting you there. If you go, oh, no, fuck that, that's bullshit, such and such did that, and I do this, you are completely yeah. resisting. And yep. tell me, when has that ever worked out for you? Yep. Never. But if yep. you go, okay, this is happening, my boss has come in and told me that, right, instead of firing up, I'm going to go, why is that happening? What can I do right now to affect this change? And, you know, and it's, yep. it's easier said yep. than done, yep. but that's where it starts, not resisting. Because yep. if you resist, you're going to create a hardened shell, and yep. ego will create a hardened shell around you. You repel all of the universe's opportunities that come your way because you won't be looking for those. You'll be too busy being a victim. Yep. So if your head's down like this and you're being a victim and blaming the world, you're not going to see the next doorway, how you, you know, the opportunity that presents no. itself. Yep. It almost always presents itself during, you know, um, obstacles, suffering, struggle. Yep. How many times have we heard that? Yeah. You know, yep. the grass is greener yep. on the other side or, you know, one door, one door closes, another door opens. Yep. You know, opportunity is there yep. if you look for it. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. and for me, it was like, radio. I'm suffering. Acknowledge that. Yeah. Thank fuck I read that book. Yeah. Um, and it's like, okay, so now what, what am I going to do about this? And I thought, educate yourself. Yeah. I wasn't going to go see a damn counsellor. No. I had no interest in doing that. No. By all means, if you need to see a counsellor yes. and you're struggling, you go and do that. Yep. Because some cases do require that. Uh, absolutely. Yep. Um, so I don't encourage anyone no. to take on mental struggles on their own. Um, if they can't, you'll know. Oh, There's always definitely. help out there yeah. to reach yeah. out for sure. Yeah. Everyone's situation is different, but I knew mine was internal. Yep. And I knew it wasn't a counselor that was going to help me. It was me. No. So I thought, righto, read, take in, you know, take in material. Yep. You know, help yourself. And if you can't help yourself, then reach out. Yep. So I tried that first. But if you're just stagnant, if you're just stagnant, you are going going nowhere. It's okay to rest for a little bit. Yep. You know, sometimes we can't oh, take yeah, action. Right. Yeah. It's okay, but you can't just stay there. Yep. You know, if you need that week or that month to just do nothing, that's all right. Yep. You don't have to be making progress, no. but you can't stay there. And you can't go backwards. No, you can't go backwards, absolutely no. not. No. Um, so, yeah, for me, it was educating and learning. Yeah. And then you can understand where the suffering comes from. Yep. So learning about ego. I'm fascinated with the shadow. And Carl, you know, that was originally brought up by Carl Jung. Shadow is another version of the self that comes out, um, you know, in your weakest moments, like when you're pissed. And those walls come down and all yep. the dark versions of yourself come out that you hate, that you despise, that you think doesn't serve the world any good. That's where that comes that's, out. Again, yep. that's why you, you know, when you're out on the piss, you're like, oh, geez, the kids everywhere. Because yeah. there's just shadow versions yep. of each other everywhere. Yep. That's why we wake up the next day and go, oh, what have I done? Yep. What did I say? Because it completely conflicts yep. you know, yeah. with ourself, with our soul. Yep. Um, I know that's what I'm, I'm like anyway. And I guess like, with exactly what you said, I think that's why like I don't do what I used to do. I mean, it's all part of growing up, obviously yeah. as well. And you know, I'd, I'd rather work, and I've got a family, and yep. and you know, like getting into CrossFit and yep. seeing results and all that helps. But yeah, like I had a bit of a thing where, like, was it swing with the stars and all that, I reckon. And like a lot of that is obviously your adrenaline and all that. But I got like super pissed. Don't remember a thing. Yeah, and then I was like. Like, I haven't had a knot of that in a long time where yeah. I'm, like, instant regret. Were you depressed the next day? Oh, the next three days after yeah, that. Yeah, like, yeah. See, that sounds so, familiar. Yeah, and so what you've actually said there, and, like, oh, I literally ended up only having... There was probably another day where I had more than six beers. 
Yep. And haven't done that since, yeah, up until last weekend yep. when I had a 30th. So I thought, stuff it. Yep. Went to the gym on Monday. I was like, beauty. Tuesday, Wednesday, shit ass. Yeah. Interesting, eh? So. Once it's all out of your system proper. Yeah. It comes back to hit you. There's that yep. lagging effect. And I, you know, I think it's, a, I, I thought that I was the only person that went through that. Yep. I was depressed as shit. Wanted to jump in front of a bus sometimes yep. on Monday, Tuesday. Yep. You know? And it's, yeah, and exactly he, what you've just said yeah. has sort of summed up my last six months, yep. I guess. Yeah. Um, where that side of me, I don't, like, I don't want that. No. Nah. Nah. You know what I mean? And, like, it's nothing wrong, I mean, there's nothing wrong with having beers and doing yeah, whatever you want to do if you can yeah. get up and still be functional, but. That's right. The but feelings that I've felt after being pierced the last two times, yeah. I'm like. Then don't, don't, um, don't disregard that, acknowledge that. Man, yeah. you might be going through your own version of what I was talking about. You yeah. might have one foot in the door, yeah. you, but you don't know it. I think yeah. a lot of people are. Yeah. Um, and you, you, you truly, you probably are. That's why well, you started this. There's a reason why you started this. A lot of what you've said already is mm. hit home. Hit home, yeah, yeah. Like, so we'll obviously have a bit of a chat. Yeah. Off camera. Yeah, um, for sure. And yeah, because like a lot of what you've already said, I'm sort of like, shit, I have done that. Yeah. I am doing that, yeah. whatever. Um, yeah. It is hitting home a little bit. Yeah. Um, you obviously educated yourself and obviously you were pretty knowledgeable before, I'd say. Um, but obviously, yeah, you've, you've definitely expanded that. Um, without like cutting your story off too much, but like you spoke about missing home. Yep. <clears throat> at, how old are you now? Uh, 33. Yeah. yeah. So at 30, 31. Mm. Oh, like, okay. Yeah. Well, you know no. what I mean? So like, it's just like this, this has been sitting with me, like outside of, outside of educating yourself and all that stuff, but you, you found yourself at the age of 31 mm. wanting to know more about your culture and your tribes yep. and like that obviously has to play on your mind as well while you, you're trying to find yourself. Oh, big time. And obviously, I mean, I'm big not time. no no culture expert, but like you guys with your culture, like Kiwis are mm. very, very passionate people and, yeah, very and, and, very and proud. obviously Maori's are very proud and passionate yeah. and very like you know culturally culturally inclined yeah what's well, yeah. a big part of who we are yeah know, maori you know that's where we come from and if culture dies down like so do the people yeah that's what we've got to keep passing that on yeah it's no different than the indigenous here yes yes um, correct and um for me yeah it's uh I'll, again i always acknowledged my my heritage and my yeah. culture yeah. always always yep. been a proud kiwi but yeah there was just this yearning this craving for home to learn more Yep. you know because it did make up a big part of who i was yeah but while doing that i had to realize again with learning about the ego I have to realize that my culture alone does not define me yep. yes it makes that a part of what runs yes. through my blood and through my veins yep. but it is not all me because yep. if you took the culture away from me what do i have left yep. i'd like to think i have something left yeah so that's where i said before about finding your anchor beyond external things yep even though culture is, you know, oh, still quite internal, it runs through the veins. It's still an external thing. Definitely. Identifying with being, you know, Maori. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, let's say the world decided one day not to acknowledge that. You know, what have you got left? Yeah. Yeah. So, yep. but I still just had a craving to to learn more about where I was from, so I could pass them to my kids. Yep. So I could anchor myself, um, and then that helped get me through in a massive way. Yep. Uh, in a massive way. So, I actually. Um, uh, <laughs> sought out a, a young girl, a, a psychic, actually. Um, Victoria uh, is, is into that scene. Yep. Victoria does readings for people. Yep. The stuff she does is absolutely bloody incredible. Some people who are listening might have already done readings with her or seen the stuff she, um, 
she uh, talks about on Instagram. That's a massive thing at the moment. Yeah. And a lot of people are drawn to that spiritual side of life, especially females. Yeah. Especially females. Yeah. Um, and I think it's because naturally we just have a yearning to not belong somewhere, but it just we are naturally spiritual beings. Yes. Naturally yeah. by nature. So that's why everyone is kind of leaning towards that way because that's 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 part of what makes up our soul. Yeah. You know. Uh, religion and everything else and any other beliefs come on after but naturally yep. we are spiritually inclined you know what we're, yep. we're so saying we are naturally we're spiritual beings having a temporary human experience that's pretty full on when yeah. you think about it like that yeah absolutely so i sought out you know i wanted to talk to this girl because i thought radio let's see if we can get some answers here she had a good rap and she told me that i had a big trip coming up she goes you're going somewhere really important really significant and i'm like yeah i am so i didn't tell her anything yeah she was, this was over, uh, basically, she does the same as what my wife does. Uh, she talks over a, um, you know, just a voice memo yep. or whatever. She'll go into a meditation and, you know, she'll just give you 20 minutes of what came through. So there's no bouncing off her. Yeah, you know, yeah, sometimes yeah. you might go down and talk with someone like that and they'll just go, hey, Luke, you know, a change is coming for you. And you're like, oh, yeah, 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 what's that change? It's like, of course, a change is coming because change happens yes. often. Yes, You start yes. to answer yeah. your own questions and it's all bullshit. Yeah. There are genuine people that do it right. Yep. But yeah, this girl was crazy. And she goes, you've got a big trip coming up. And I can see you standing in front of a beach. No, she goes, a lake. A lake with mountains in the background. I'm like, geez, she is spot on. Crazy. You know? So I just yeah. told her, I said, yes, I'm going back to, you know, my, um, my motherland, New Zealand, Aotearoa. And uh, I absolutely had it on my mind. 100% I was going to go and visit a lake called Lake Tarawera. Very significant place to, you know, my family, my ancestors, all Māori really who live in that area. Yep. And behind that lake in the backdrop is a three crater volcano and then green surrounding everywhere. So this chick nailed it. Yeah. I'm like, holy shit. And that was the Crazy. first time I really start not believe I've always no, believed yeah. that sort of stuff. But Definitely, thought, yeah. Oh my gosh, this is yep. this is nuts. Yep. And she goes, It's gonna be a real significant trip for you. And she said, But when you come back, as good that's gonna as good as that is gonna be for connections for you you're gonna come back and you're gonna suffer. And what the hell happened after I came back? <laughs> suffered, Crazy. suffered, yeah. like, you know? Yeah. So she was spot on and she yeah. goes, you're going to, so even though the suffering started, let's say June last year, we went to New Zealand in February this year. So I did have a rough-ish eight months, yep. but now I look back, that was easy compared yeah. to the recent six months or even the recent three months. Yep. It just got progressively, I won't say worse, because I'm very grateful for it happening, yep. so it just got harder and harder. Yep. And she goes, you're going to suffer. And I'm thinking, oh, shit, that doesn't sound <laughs> good. I thought I was going to go home, get reconnected, and I'm all yeah, good. Yeah. But going home must have triggered something inside me. And that's what really set me on this path. Crazy. So, again, it was a necessary event to happen. I yeah. love going home, touch yeah. the waters, you know, you know, feet on feet, you know, connect, you know, just, just connect with the land. Yeah. The fenner were there. And um, when I came back, that's exactly what happened. The suffering started. And I... Oh, what else did she say was going to happen? Yeah, I, oh, I'm trying to think how soon that happened. No, it was literally as soon as I got back. And that's that, you know, who am I? Identification, yep. ego, you know. Yeah. You know, and it was, it was just, just unbelievable. And she was spot on. So that was unbelievable for me. So that set me on that path. And she told me, she goes, but you will get through this. She goes, know that you will get through it, but you're going to basically have what's called a dark night of the soul. A dark night of the soul is an event. It doesn't have to happen in one moment. Yep. It could be spread out over days or weeks or months yep. where you fully confront yourself, the shadow versions of yourself, ego, whatever, 
and you make adjustments in your life and you get rid of old versions of yourself that no longer serve you, you piss that off. You basically kill off versions of yourself yep. that you don't need and don't serve you. She said it's full on. That's why it's called the dark night of the soul. I've done my research and everyone says the same thing, suffering. Yep. But she says you are going to come out of it on the other side. I literally came out of it about two weeks ago. Shit. Yeah, to the, oh, what, what day was it? It was like on a Monday yeah. or a Tuesday. Yeah. And I told my wife in Victoria, being, you know, yeah, yeah, where she, is, she goes, yeah. geez, you're, you're on a whole different level. You're on a whole, what they call frequency, yep. sitting on another level. Yep. She goes, you're just vibrating a different frequency. I can feel it. I can see it on you. She goes, are you done? And I'm like, I think I'm through it. I couldn't believe it. And Crazy. you know, so for some reason, I must have finally acknowledged everything that yeah. I perceived as being not wrong with me, but what didn't serve me, what I wasn't yep. happy with. Yep. And I'd made the necessary adjustments, or at least I was on the right path. We'll yep. say that. Yeah. Because yeah, we know yeah. it's all a journey. You don't just yeah. go, yeah, yeah I'm that's good. Right. I've gone through Dark Knight of the Soul, so I'm sweet. Yep. Yeah, you didn't wake up but Tuesday. It, no, and you're like, ah, that's right. Sick. I'm back. But I've obviously got both feet in the door. Yep. And now I'm moving forward yep. in a good way. No longer suffering, stagnant, yep. or going back. That's probably the biggest thing. We're always moving forward, and so we should be. But you know what I was doing, the suffering was because I was stagnant, being still, or sometimes even worse, regressing. Going backwards. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so that was unreal. And again, it was all internal stuff. I yeah. had to journal, journal all my stuff down. A big thing for me was, you know, we talk about fitness, and I, I'm a massive advocate for mental health and fitness. Yep. Whatever it is that makes you happy in the fitness industry, yep. cycling, weights, CrossFit, bodybuilding, yep. bloody croquet, whatever. Yeah. You know, you do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. You do it, it's a part, it's going to be a part of your healing process. Yep. If it's just walking through nature, yep. go nuts. Yep. And um, for me, I never, ever stopped training. I'm very thankful that part of training is not, well, it's part of who I am. It's certainly not all that, all that I am. No. I'm talking about that yes. identification. Yes. And it's something that I love and I'm passionate about. And is, it is certainly one of my anchors. Yep. You know, because when you're training and you're training hard, that's the real reason why I realized I, I was passionate about CrossFit. Yes, you know, you enjoy that competitive nature, but I would, I would, well, I'd, I'd try my best to push myself, um, whether I was, well, push myself to the limit, whether yep. I was alone and the door was shut and no one was there, or if there were 20 people there. Yep. It wouldn't matter who was there or who wasn't there. I'd train the same. That's how I knew, now I'm in this properly, because if we're only pushing ourselves when others are watching, well, then we're relying on that external factor. Yep. You're not really in this for you. That's yep. what you said when you're against yourself, yeah. most certainly. Yeah. And man, that feeling of when you're on your back, you know what it's like, <laughs> yeah. and you've just absolutely ripped it and you've got nothing left. There is a massive sense of satisfaction that comes from that, and you think, shit, even if today is pretty crap, I, I, I did really fucking well yeah. today, this morning, in that yep. workout. Yep. And I bet you while you're doing your rowing calories and your squats, you're not thinking about your problems, are you? <laughs> you don't got no, no time no. for that. You're thinking, no, no. fucking hell, how many calories should I row for yeah. 500? Yeah. Um, you know, my legs are gassed. Yep. So that takes yourself away from that suffering, and you've now become present. Yep. Even if it is present with the, the rower <laughs> yeah. and the squats, it's still yeah. presence. Well, that was uh, like, yeah, even Thursday, I think it was. I was just feeling crap. Didn't yep. go to the gym, but like they don't have a class Thursday morning. So like that's already known that yep. I don't get up and go to the gym Thursday morning. I was going to go to East in the morning to go to their gym. Didn't do that. I was like, fuck me. And then, but Thursday afternoon, and this was probably the first time I reckon I've ever done it where I've worked out by myself yep. and got to the end of it and was like, holy shit. Good man. And that's for me, like, yeah, like I said. You, that's you the first time you've trained by yourself. Uh, I've trained by myself, well, you, I but know. I don't think I've ever pushed myself to the point that I did on Thursday. Yeah, yeah. Um, where I... Because you're in a class environment anyway, so there's always going to be people there. 
but I did it. Yeah, yeah you did I did it on, it your own, yeah. on my own at the East Gym, and I literally got to the end of my own workout that I did, and I was like, "Holy shit!" Like, good. I need two minutes on the floor to get yeah. my bearings together. Yeah, and yeah, yeah like I say, you keep saying shit that's hitting home. Yeah. Um, yeah, but for me, yeah, that was like probably the first time in the last six months since I've been back training regularly where I'm like, yeah, yeah. like I'm, I'm in this. Absolutely. You know so what I mean? Should like be, it's, yeah. it's huge. I think once you hit that point, you're like, shit, I can yeah. actually do any workout by myself. Yeah. Like, and it was literally only, I did some deadlifts, uh, just some normal lifts, just to warm up and have a bit of fun, basically. Yep. And then it was like 10, 9, 8, 7, 6 bench press. And yep. then with the sled, yeah, chuck like twenty kilos on and did That's dirty enough. Five lots of ten. Yeah, so I did like five hundred meters pushing the sled. Yeah, anyone who's pushed a sled knows how shit. That oh, is. it sucked. Yeah, it's Every no, there's actually nothing harder really. No. pushing a sled. Well, you get Especially it when end. it's lighter and you're sprinting with it. Yeah. Mm. Well, I put a bit of weight on it, and all I wanted to do was get it from end to end. Yeah. Ten times. Yeah. And I did it, but like it sucked. Yeah. <laughs> it yeah. sucked. But yeah, that was like, for me, yeah, that was that was my moment where I was like, you know what, I'm actually in this. Like yeah. this is, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty comfortable with where I'm at, yeah. I know that I'm training for the right reasons. Like, yeah. So everything you've literally said is like, yeah. you know. Actually, that shopping. just reminded me of something before I forget, how we're going back to talk about the ego. It was necessary. First thing that came to me was identification with form, identification with the body. I've always trained. You've said so yourself, yeah. you know, big fella. Yeah. You know, others may perceive me that way, the gym guy, whatever. Yeah, That's yeah, how yeah. I've perceived myself yeah. for many years. So a part of my identification was then tied up in being that figure. And I realized, and when I saw that Eckhart Tolle said, the good news is about the ego, the identification with the body is the easiest thing to go beyond. And here is how you do it. And it was bloody incredible. Cause I did say to myself, I'm like, you know, are you identified with your body? Shit, I am. You know, are you identified yep. with being the fastest and getting the, you know, the strongest? Yep. Yes, I am. Yep. You know, and I thought that that was a healthy relationship, but it turns out it wasn't because I've been completely identified by it. Now I will always oh. train just for the sake of training because it makes me feel damn good mm -hmm. and I'll do it until I can't do it anymore. Yep. But I'm not identified with it. It doesn't yeah. make up who I am. Yep. Part of who I am, but not all Oh, absolutely, am. it's part of who you yeah. are. If it's not a part of who you yeah. are, then why are you doing it? But if you take it away, I'm still Zach. Yeah. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But there's a time where I would take, you know, you know, you'd say, oh, if you took Jim away, what are you? Oh, shit, I have no idea. Yeah. You know, I'm yeah, Zach, yeah. the father, absolutely. the husband, yeah. you know, yeah. you know, the Maori, you know, you've whatever. A, you've got all these, all yeah. these anchors. So, when I first read that book, I remember putting it down. Then I went and done a training session where I just ran around the oval and done a shitload of burpees. It was in Adelaide. And for the first time ever, when I trained, there was, not that there wasn't any structure, I'll always train with structure, yeah, yeah, yeah. but it ended there. A lot of people who write up programs, people understand, we're writing up a program, then we'll obsess over that program, whether yep. it's right or wrong, or where yep. it's gonna progress to, whether I should do this or that. That's all well and good. Say so if you're training up for an event or you know trying to progress. Yep but it's okay just to train for the sake of training, to just work hard and enjoy that moment. Yep. So while I was, I can't remember what, I think it was, um, I did 75 burpees, ran two miles, 75 burpees. Right. And I remember while I was running, I was almost smiling to myself. Yeah. I was like, fuck, I am just having a good time. Yep. I was pushing myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't care about what happened beyond this. Yep. I didn't care about my body. Yep. For the first moment, for the, you know, for the first time ever, I didn't care about, you know, how, how ripped I was going to get and what my diet should be for the yeah. rest of the day. Yeah. It was like I was completely in that moment and I almost had, a, I had a chuckle to myself, yeah. I laughed. And he says in that book, you'll have snippets of that moment where you're free of it and he yeah. goes, you'll actually laugh at yourself. Yeah. I couldn't fucking believe it. Yeah. It was unbelievable. It was a really um, liberating feeling yeah. of just working out for the sake of working out because you love it. Yeah. 
You know, yep. not obsessing over the food, no. not obsessing over the weight, not obsessing over the mirror, not yep. obsessing over the percentage on your bench press. Who gives a shit? Yep. It was training, sweating hard, and just loving that moment. And man, if you ask yourself, have I been through that? A lot of people will, will probably say, oh shit, no, because I'm always, you know, how often do we obsess over nutrition in our yeah. bodies and how they look? You know, a lot of suffering happening there. Um, but just to train for the sake of loving it with no one around, yep. no one around to watch me, doing a shitload of burpees and running. Yeah. It yep. was unreal. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, that and was the first time I went beyond that identification with the body, and then soon after that, I realised that my body doesn't define me, and I became very, very okay with just, you know, yeah. eating reasonably well, yep. training hard, yep. cutting out more shit, and not obsessing over what I'm going to look like yep. or be like tomorrow. Yeah. And I was able to let that go. Didn't realise I've been hanging on to that since I was 18. Yeah. So, so that was, you know, yeah. so he was right. Yeah. Identification with the body is the yep. easiest thing to go beyond. Yeah. Um, so, you know, some people go, what are your goals? I go, no, at the moment, I'm just training because I love it. Yep. Do you want to get bigger? I don't know. If the body gets bigger, sweet. If the body gets leaner, sweet. If the yep. body remains stagnant, sweet. I still live a healthy to... lifestyle, yeah. eat yeah. well, train hard. Yeah. But whatever happens, happens. Well, your goal, Unless, yeah. your goal is to get out of bed and exercise. That's right. Unless something specific comes up. Oh, absolutely. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Like if you yeah. are training comp or you're training whatever, mm. 100%. You have yeah. to have a go, otherwise right. you're yeah, exactly. going to hit it. Otherwise you're going to be flimsy. But if your goal is to get out of bed and go to yeah. the gym, yeah. once, still... you, once you do that, yeah. you've hit your goal. That's right. Which and is crazy. It's more so like... just to become, understand that you don't have to be identified with that. So, of course, if you're a powerlifter, you need a very yes. good structured program, but yes. you don't have to become identified with powerlifting. No. You're still just training because you love it, working yep. towards that goal, but yep. it's not who you are. Yeah. That's where that, and when I got through that phase, I was like, right, what's next? That was unreal. That was a really good feeling, that. And I think, from what I'm like, what, what I can take away from this is a uh, common theme we talk about is masks, putting mask on. Yep. And that's it's 100%. Persona. That's it's 100%. Persona, that's 100% the ego. Mm. You know, like I live by the mask, and obviously, ego, it, it definitely ties in. The stuff that you said is where you said, like, you know, the ego does this and the ego does that. Mm. And that's your ego, and that's that's your mask. Absolutely. Like. Yeah, and that's uh, masks, plural. Oh. People, I've heard, I can't remember who said it once, but I said, oh, you can't change your persona. It's like, excuse me? Yeah. What? That's. Yes, you can. Yeah. You can change it. You can have 100 masks. You can have 1,000 masks. You can adjust to each individual. Absolutely. You see, really, yep. I, I think there's a Japanese saying, you've got three masks, three main masks. The one you show your friends, the one you show your family, the one that you look at in the mirror. Yeah. And that's, that's probably true, isn't yep. it? Yep. Um, we might tweak it um, here and there depending on who we're interacting with. And it's mostly different people, those who aren't close to us. You know, you meet people at a pub, you meet someone at work, yep. works with a different mask again. Yeah, yeah, that's... Yeah. But they're all personas. Yep. It's very important to understand when that person said, you know, you can't change your persona, I'm like, oh, this person's completely um, over, at, for at least the moment, yep. um, being run by the ego. Yep. And they're basically living unconsciously. Yep. So the ego's got a hold of this person. That per- this person can disidentify with it if they do the work. Yep. But in that moment, they were consumed by it, yep. saying you can't change your persona. Yep. You absolutely can have 100 masks, <laughs> yeah. 1,000 masks. You can yep. change your shit. People, will ne- oh. people can never know who the hell you are. You no. keep changing your mask. Yep. And that is the ego. Yep. Um, yep. And the, the idea, the way to get beyond that exactly is to try and step out step back, acknowledge when the ego's at play, and just from doing that alone, you start to strip it of its power. Yep. Uh, if you can do that in an environment where you are normally vulnerable, yep. at the pub, yeah. yep. with the mates, with your mates. Yeah. that's a big one, yep. with the mates, because yep. we always care how we look around our mates. Oh, absolutely. You know, yep. in a massive way. Yep. 
um, or at work, then then you're getting on top of things just by identifying and say, oh, I got you. Yep. You know, you're yep. trying to run the show here and you guys like, fuck, yeah, got me. Yeah. Next thing you're starting to slowly break it down. Then, you know, the self, you're not yeah. you're becoming less and less identified with things. Yep. And you realize I don't have to change. I can just be me and you yep. sort of find out, you know, who that real version of yourself is just by being. It's a it's a tricky thing to sort of understand, but you know, just just by being. You go for a walk down the street and someone says, um, you know, oh, look at that, look at that fuckwit walking around with a singlet. Yep. That that person's ego has just grabbed a hold of them. Yep. All of a sudden, taking offence just because I or someone else is being. I'm just walking, being, enjoying my day. But your ego has grabbed a hold of you and decided yep. that you're now offended or, or intimidated or disgusted or whatever. And did I? <laughs> like, it's like you read my mind. But no, like <laughs> I, yeah. on my way here, I seen I seen two things right that I was actually like. A year ago, I would have been like, what the fuck? Like, I seen a dude with one leg riding a bike. Yeah, I see that guy on the railway track all the time. Fucking unbelievable. Mm. And then I seen an old fella running. Yeah. Like, proper old. Like, yeah. and I was like, fucking good on them. Yeah, yeah. And they yeah, love like, it when you're, you're when you run past them, yeah. mate, they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Out of good stuff. But I was literally driving here, I'm like, fucking good on them. Like, yeah. a lot of those guys go, that's a year right. ago, I would have been like, what? Yeah, that's right. You know what I mean? Like, honestly, I would have, I would have been like, that old fella. Yeah. Yeah, judgment, man. Isn't all... it funny though? Like how, like, and uh, it it is all ego. It's all mindset as yeah. well. Where you know, a, a year ago I was sitting at one hundred and eight kilos. Yeah. Not giving a fuck what I ate. Yeah, yeah. Didn't care what it looked like, and that's ego. Because yeah. I was like, hey, I'm fat. Who cares? Yeah. You know right. what I mean? And that's yeah. and that's how yeah. it was, and that's why I would have been looking. Trying to, at these trying to tell yourself that you're okay with yeah. it, but really that's just the ego. Oh, really I sent a message to yourself, Chanel you know. this morning from yeah. a photo I actually put up on Instagram last night. It was when we were in Rome, and yeah. I was in. I looked at myself, I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. What's going on there? Yeah. But, and that's what I mean, was like, I would, I would have looked at these people and been like, oh, look yeah. at that old fella running. Like, eh, eh, eh. Yeah, yeah. But I guess now that I've got my own shit under control, yeah. the ego, as you speak about, like, you look at them and you're like, fuck. Hopefully that's I'm right. still doing that at that age. You should be, yeah, that's the thing. You're, uh, yeah, that's what we're talking about before, yeah. non judgment. It's just yeah. saying, well done. Yeah. You don't even have to say anything. No. You know, it can be no. well done or it can be nothing. nothing. That, that person is just being. That's right. You know, and, and nothing's better yeah. than something. something yeah, that's wrong. right. That's like, right. And just being. There's nothing more no. peaceful than just being, just existing. Yeah. Um, you, you know, you, yeah. You, what you were saying before, though, about the, you know, the ego creeping in when you said, oh, I'm 108 kilos. And what did you say? Oh, I'm, I'm fat. I hate myself. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. Just remember, though, in that moment, that's the ego grabbing hold of you and yeah. telling you that you're fat and you hate yourself. You, you know, you. It's important again. It's important how you how you speak to yourself. Yeah. You know. I hope my clients are listening in here. Yeah. All right. You know, when you speak to yourself and you look yourself in the mirror, I've told them this a few times. You yourself are not fat or overweight or you know ripped because that's identity. That's yeah. identification with form. Yeah. It's important to acknowledge the fact that that is not you. It is not who no. you are. You can look in the mirror and say. Uh, don't say I am overweight. Just say you know I am Zach. But at the moment, my body is overweight, and I'm not happy with it, and I want to change it. Yep. All of a sudden, you just take away that identification yep. because yep. a lot of people look in there and say I am fat. Shit. That's me. I'm yeah. screwed. What do I do? This is disgusting. Yep. All of a sudden, I can't train hard. I can't train with intensity. What's wrong with me? So ego is just completely grabbed yep. hold of you. Yeah. Look in the mirror and just say, right, this is not who I am, but yep. I'm not happy with how my body is at the moment. So yep. I'm going to make the necessary changes. Yep. All of a sudden, you haven't lashed on that identity, yep. and it actually helps you in a massive way. And that's part—that's part of how I let go. Yeah, 
yep. of um, identification with the body. Yep. So, yep. and you never know that unless you learnt it. So that's why I encourage people to learn, do some reading, listen yep. to audio books. Yep. You know, it's yep. good to talk with people for sure, but yeah, you want to yeah. absorb actual knowledge from those that have done it before yep. or those that have done the studies, and then you can learn. Yep. Um, yep. And, yeah, and that helped that helped to me anyway that's yep. why i didn't want to see a counselor because i knew yep. they couldn't give me those answers no I'm, I'm glad no. i didn't I just yeah, yeah yeah that's right mm. yeah and like you said like there are there are things that people have to go see a counselor yep. for because you're not gonna yep. you're not gonna uh i guess get over that by absolutely you some things like you know especially yeah. trauma-based stuff yes sometimes you yes. need those necessary tools yep. that's why i said you know if you need help absolutely reach out yeah but you know you at, at the moment for example me and my mate kyle Kyle Coon, mm. we're doing a, a run for the Royal Flying Doctors. Yep. Because he was flown up um, to Adelaide by the Royal Flying Doctors years ago. Yeah. Um, the man nearly died. He's been public about this, so yep. no problem sharing yep. it on there. Yep. And um, we have to run, or well, he said, he goes, oh, I'm going to run 100Ks. No, he said he's going to run 75Ks, actually, the bastard. Yeah. He goes, I'll run 75Ks for the month and raise as much money as I can for the Royal Fly Flying Doctors service. And I thought, man, that's a really good cause. Yep. And I knew his story. Yeah. I yep. said, oh, well, I'll get on board. We'll get the gym involved. Victoria can promote it through the gym and yep. we'll get, you know, get the clients to get on board. Um, it was easy to get the clients on board because I just threatened them with burpees if yeah, they didn't right. donate. Yeah. It was yeah. pretty easy. And running his way better than Took burpees. advantage of that, yeah. Yep. But, um, you know, and then he goes, oh, should we run 100? And I'm like, oh, whatever, let's yep. do that. So 25Ks a week for, like, for people who are actual runners, that's that's no worries. Those people who obsess over running yeah. do their 10Ks. Yeah. For me, yeah. 105, pushing yeah. 105, 106, 25 kilometers per week yeah. is an absurd amount of running. Uh, you'd get catch me, I still run, but I don't run that far. I might do one 3K or a week and then yep. some some intervals in the mix of a workout yeah. because yeah, I don't yeah. need to run anymore. No. 25Ks, whole, How's whole I've nearly finished. Beautiful. And the only thing that's happened to the body is I've got nasty shin splints on one side. So I'm going to attempt, and now I'm putting it out public so yeah. people can call me out. I'm going to attempt the half marathon tomorrow or Tuesday on my last day, so I won't have a choice but to finish it. So I did that intentionally. I saved up 21Ks right. yeah. to bang out in the last part. And yeah, the, 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 the shins are screaming shit. at me. But again, at 105 kegs with no practice, yeah. um, it's going to be a struggle, but yeah. I've built up steadily. But the longest I've ran has been 10Ks, and that was uh, Wednesday. Yeah, I'm right. like, right, let's just do a half marathon to wrap it up. Yeah. Purely to see if the body can handle mm. it, but also because I don't give a shit about the outcome. Yeah, that's right. I'm not identified with this run. No. I'm doing it for a good cause, yep. for a mate, yep. for other people. And you know, even if I have to get on my bloody knees and crawl, I'll, I'll do it. That's right. I'd like to get a good time. I have yeah. set myself a goal. Yep. But if I can't get it, I can't get it. No. No. You wouldn't catch me dead running this far no. two or no. three years ago. And you know why? Because yeah. I would have said running too much like that, you'd have burned too many calories and get skinny. Yep. That's what I would have yep. told myself. Yep. You know, whereas we know that's bullshit with calories. You just got to consume yeah. enough and you'll be fine. Yeah. But that's where my head was. That's yep. how much I was identified with being big yep. and not just being happy and being fit. Yes, I used to CrossFit flat out. Yes. But, you know, 25Ks a week of running for four weeks, I was said, no, 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 yep. I'll start to shrink. Yep. And if I shrink, I'll get smaller and then I'll think less of myself. Yep. And there's identification. Yep. Biceps will get smaller. Yeah. Quads will get yeah. smaller. And what's happened during the run? <laughs> Absolutely nothing. nothing. I'm the same weight. Yeah, you know, you can just run further. Just a little bit can run further, and <laughs> yeah. I got shin splints. Yeah, so yeah. that's where I'm talking about how yeah. this, you know, you know, disidentifying with form, uh, and especially with the body, is yeah, it's a real liberating feeling. It's very freeing. Yeah, I'm just doing this for the cause, yeah. my mate. Yeah, and you know, when you're running, you put the headphones in and you tune out. It's actually very peaceful. 
going for a brisk run, Very cruisy run. You just zone out. You can be in your head or outside of your head, listen to music, listen, listen to music, listen yep. to a podcast, listen to nothing, but you're just present. Yep. So yep. that's a big, that's where I've gone, oh shit, that, that is a bit of a transformation. Mm. Yeah. Mm. yeah. And I was able to adjust my training to suit. Yep. So I thought, okay, you know, again, there'll be a time where you go, no, nah, you're not taking my power clean away from me and my clean and jerk, my bench press, my back squat. I have to keep doing those. Otherwise, I'm going to get weak. Yeah. And if I get weak, I'm going to get small. Yeah. If I get small, people are going to call me small. Yeah. Look at that ripple effect yeah. of identification. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I was like, right, there's no way in hell you're going to get stronger when you run 100Ks a month. That's uh, 100Ks in the month. That's yeah. not possible. Yeah. The body's going to need time to recover. Drop the weights for a month and do just body weight shit. So that's all I did. Right. All the cardio I've done has just been running yep. because it's, it's enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I've definitely. mixed it up. There's been long runs. There's been interval sprints just, just yeah. so it's not boring. Yeah, yeah. Um, yep. And the training has been nothing but uh, body weight calisthenics type training. Right. You know, muscle ups, yeah. pull ups, push ups, yep. dips. Um, the legs, I haven't done too much on the legs except for try to get them to recover. Yep. And keep my hips nice and mobile to yep. look after my back. You know, I've been doing this for long enough. I yeah, that's right. I know the importance of, of recovery. Yeah. But to step away from the bar and not give a shit. Yep. Old it's Zach huge. would not have done no, that. No. I would have been like, no, no, I still got to get my bench in and yep. I have to hit these percentages. Where it's yeah. like, righto, we'll yeah. see what happens. I'll do some body weight stuff and we'll check in in a month and we'll pick up where we left off, whatever. Yeah. Yep. So yep. that's that's that yeah. disidentifying with the body. Yeah. Mm. And growth. And it's been bloody good fun. Yeah. It's been real good just fun. Just changing it up. Yeah, just yeah. changing things up. Yeah. Um, yeah, shit. <laughs> There's a lot, to, a lot to debunk, isn't there? But, you know, you're. Um, when I said I'd, I'd gone through that dark night of the soul was out on the other side, I, I couldn't really tell you how it happened. But when I finished, there was just a massive feeling of acceptance. Yep. A huge feeling of acceptance and completely no resistance whatsoever. No fear for the future. Yep. No regret of the past. You know, that's where our Which struggles are. Huge. Our struggles are forward. Yeah, okay? yeah. Causing anxiety. Yeah. Or our struggles are in the past. Yep. That's where depression lies. Yeah. You know, we're not depressed about what's coming up. We're anxious about what's anxious, coming up or yeah. depressed about what's happened in the past. That's why that presence, yep. when you find yourself, that's where you read everywhere, practice meditation, mindfulness, practice breath work. And I'll come to that in a sec as well, because remaining present, you, you, can't, you can't suffer when you're present yep. because your mind is in the now and there's no suffering in the now. It's only forward or backwards. Yep. It really is that simple. Hard, hard, very hard to do, yep. difficult thing to do yep. and to accept, but that is, if someone's truly present, have you ever met someone who's unhappy and present? No such thing. Nah. They're present nah. and they're grateful, aren't they? Yeah. You know? Because yep. if you're ungrateful, you're obviously living in the past yep. or fearing for the future. Yeah. If you're spiteful, past, past future. future. Yeah. So that's another thing. Um, you know, you've come up with your own system, I believe, you know, to help yourself. If you're going to go down the road of self-help, yep. we've just spoken about gym. Massive yep. thing. Yeah. You know, massive thing. Very grateful for that being part of my life and it never stopped, no matter how hard, even if I had a day where I was on my knees crying, get up, wipe the tears, yep. go to the gym. Yep. Because I knew it would make me feel a little bit yep. better. Yep. Um, uh, the other thing was I journaled my thoughts down. I, used to, I would have thought that was just the, the you know, pansiest move ever yep. in the past. I'm not journaling my shit. Yep. You, know, what's the, you know, what the hell's that? How soft, how weak? Ego grabbing onto that one again. Yeah. Yeah. Writing your thoughts down is so useful because putting pen to paper, there's just something peaceful about doing that in itself. But I think being able to go back and revisit those thoughts later on down the track helps a lot. Yep. You know, that's how you can help yourself. Oh shit, I'm feeling like this. And I remember I felt like that a few weeks ago. Oh, this is what I did. Okay, I'll, pr I'll practice that now. So very helpful um, to journal, 
I also had a routine, a strict routine where I'd have a cold, do the old cold shower. Yep. But I used to go outside and again, because I was so craving to be connected to my home, the best thing I can do is there's still only one earth. Yep. Yes, my land is over there across yep. the water, but there's still one earth. Yep. Mother earth, we call it Papatuanuku. So that's mother earth. That's the Maori term for our mother earth, our mother nature, and she's everywhere. And um, Ranginui, our sky father. So no matter where you are in the world, yeah. he's up there, she's down there. Yep. That's our culture. Yep. So obviously I can't go back home to New Zealand. So what's the closest thing I can do? Go outside in the morning, yep. bare feet on the grass, sometimes fully nude, but it's 4 a.m. So it doesn't matter. Yep. No doesn't matter how cold it is either, yep. no one can no, see. That's right. All sweet. And I'd put the hose on me. So yep. freezing cold, then the hose is cold in the yeah. shower because you're outside. Yeah. So summer, winter, doesn't matter. And I'd be digging my feet into that grass, feeling Mother Earth, looking up at our Sky Father. Yep. And that's what kick-started my day. So that would be my cold shower, and I'd sit in there for a minute and a half until I no longer felt the cold. Yep. Um, didn't pay attention to my breathing in the shower. That's not an absolute necessity. Cold water therapy can use for, be yeah. used for multiple different things. Yep. I wasn't using that for recovery. I was using that to just kickstart my day, begin my routine and anchor myself. Yep. Then I would go inside and I'd do my breath work. So breath work has been a huge thing for me. Um, meditation I could never really connect with because, well, as you know, anyone who's tried, if they, if they, don't, um, if they can't stop their thoughts from wandering for 30 seconds, they give up. Yep. Especially dudes. Yeah. They're not going to sit there no. for 20 minutes and give no. this a go. Yep. It's, okay, now my thoughts are wandering. This sucks. It doesn't work. It certainly does work if it, you practice. Yes. The whole point of meditation isn't for thoughts to not enter. They will enter. Yep. It's for them to come and in and out, you know, passing you, know, passing you by like a cloud. Yep. You know, or, you know, we saw somewhere just like highway traffic, one after the other. They'll come in, but then acknowledge and let them out. Yep. But breath work, I was fascinated by that um, just because I knew I could intertwine it with my health and fitness. Yep. You see all the benefits that it helps with there but also the mental health benefits as well because it helps you remain present. So when you're meditating, if you're, let's say, no good at it, you're not present. Your thoughts are forward or back. So you're still suffering. You think that was a waste of time. Yeah. But when you're doing aggressive breath work, so some people, Wim Hof. If you've done Wim yeah. Hof, you know, that's a great starting point. Yeah. Ties in well with cold water therapy. Yeah. Um, a lot of athletes, a lot of people, anyone who's, who, who has done breath work would know Wim Hof. Yeah. That's a good starting point, but that's only a starting point. There are so many other ways to breathe to help with stress relief and anxiety. Um, obviously help boost, boost serotonin, yep. you know, mindfulness, whatever the case is, there's breath work approaches for each of those. And I'll get up and I'll do my aggressive breath work and it's pretty bleak full on. If I showed it to you here, you'd look back and go, what the fuck is going yep. on here, you know? Yeah. But the good thing about that is you're focusing so hard on your breathing that you're not thinking about your other shit. Yep. There's the present moment. Yep. You know what yep. I mean? Yep. So that's that's yep. where you go, oh, that's why people do breath work if they can't meditate yep. because you're forcing yourself to concentrate on that breathing breathing pattern. You ain't got no time. To, it's like doing your rowing calories and your squats. Yeah. There's no time no. to think about what's coming up tomorrow because yep. you're in the moment. Yep. So that's where breath work helped me. So it was training, uh, you know, living that healthy lifestyle. Yeah. If you live a miserable lifestyle and an unhealthy lifestyle, you are going to be bloody miserable. Yep. So that's the biggest way that you can help yourself. And I, I can say that because I've been through it. Yeah. But that's as far as my knowledge goes. I can't yeah. tell people to do something I haven't done before. But I know being in that industry, looking after your, your health and well-being mm. is essential. We know that foods can actually make you depressed 100%. Yep. Just like good foods can make you feel good. Yep. So 
focus on living a healthier lifestyle. You know, adjust your diet, cut out shit if, if that's what you need to do. Yeah. You know, uh, reduce your alcohol intake if that's where you struggle. That's a that's a big one. That's, so if yeah. you're suffering and you're drinking, yeah, that's the first place to go. Yeah. Cut that down or cut, or cut that off. Cut it out. Because yeah. that, that's this is a really it's, it's a bloody depressant. Yes. Yes. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yeah. So you know yeah. you might get that temporary numb feeling at the start. Yeah. But then you know, so you're here and you get that 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 numb feeling. Oh, okay, I feel pretty good. But we know what happens after yeah. that. Crash. Bang, come crashing down yeah. when you keep drinking and that feeling wears off. So yeah. uh, mix that in with you know writing your thoughts down, pen to paper. I highly suggest the cold shower therapy. Um, for no reason other than to kickstart a good routine, help yep. increase resilience by putting yourself in a shitty, uncomfortable position. Yeah. There's that resilience. Especially building. when you love a hot shower in the morning. That's right, yeah, yeah. yeah. I couldn't have one the other week in winter um, and I wasn't too disappointed about it because I went and put the hose on and it frosted over and wouldn't turn on. So I was like, oh, okay, hot water, hot shower inside it is. Bugger, yeah. Bugger, so yeah. that was one day. Yeah. Um, that and then breath work. So, yep. you know, adjust your, you know, your lifestyle. Uh, in, by um, you know cutting out crap, improving your health and fitness. With that, put your pen, put put your thoughts to paper. Uh, breath work, yep. if you haven't um, tried that already. And what was the last thing? No, health and fitness ties in with gym. Yeah, those three things. Yep. Uh, they helped me. Yep. Um, you know, I believe it, it's our responsibility to do what we can, what's within our control, uh, to to make ourselves better, to make ourselves well. How can we possibly think? any other way yep. it is our responsibility yep. you know to go yep. and seek and to seek help if you need yeah. help yep but those are and oh sorry educate yourself yeah that's the fourth thing yeah 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 and sometimes it might be firstly you need to have a chat with a mate and then you know is your obligation as a friend to to even make these suggestions to someone who might be suffering yep and that can kickstart it so that's why talking just in general yeah especially for the boys yeah again being a male myself is is important yeah sorry I might only get a word in there you know what? It's the first time ever. But I'm not even that mad because, like I've said, that's uh, a lot of what you said. I guess it probably helps me label it. Yep. You know what I mean? I, I've most of what you said actually has happened. Yeah, but now you and know I'm it. like, what yeah, the yeah. hell? Like that. Most of it didn't even make sense. Yeah, yeah. But I guess you know that comes with educating yourself. Probably. That's right. But yeah. you just said then now you can label it. So yeah. Oh, that's what that was. Yeah. And that's why this is happening. That's yeah. why I actually think you've got one foot in and one foot out. Like you're actually at that starting yeah, point. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Or not starting point, but you're. Yeah, you're I'm in that. that. Yeah. Hundred percent, I'm in that. Yeah. Like that's what I mean. You've put a name on it. And I'm like, shit. That he's actually happy right now. Oh, I'm glad. Which I'm is glad, man. Crazy. I hope that um, yeah. you benefit from that. You can continue to learn and taking yes. that knowledge for yourself. Which I definitely will. And then our goal is to in turn help others, isn't it? Yeah. As best we can. Yeah. Um, and I think I'll probably, you know, I'd like to think I've helped so far, but I think, yeah, if I can get both feet through that door, mm. it'll probably go a long way with helping others. Um, yeah, good man. A, a lot more. Um, that's, yeah, basically, yeah. Everything that you've said is just sort of hit home, <laughs> uh, which is crazy. It's, um, it's good to find a... It's good to know that other people are going through very, not sometimes more than similar, yeah. not exact same situations, no, no. but there are plenty of people out there like me that would just have this this issue with identification, you know, asking yourself, who am I? What am I made mm. of? You know, beyond a father and a husband, yeah. who am I? And, you know, there are plenty of people that ask themselves Oh, absolutely. And, and it normally happens in a, you know, a, you know, well, certainly if it happened in your 20s, man, you are mature. Yeah. That's unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, as soon as something happened, when I hit 30, you just start to ask yourself these questions. Um, and yeah, it was, all I can say was, it was a bloody struggle for those 18 months, but man, I'm grateful. I don't even know if I'd, I'd, I'd call it struggle. Yeah. 
um, but it was essential and yeah. I'm grateful for it. And you know, well, I think that's happened probably since 28. Yeah. Well, last year, last year's just been nuts. Well, there like, you go. Yeah. You know, and I think, yeah, exactly what you said. Um, yeah, hit home. I don't even really know what to say. Read, that, read that book. Yeah, 100% will get that book because a lot of what you said is really hit home and I think it's um, made me think probably a lot more. Yeah. Um, yeah, like I'll actually, yeah. That's good. I'm glad, yeah. man. That's, that's, yeah. good. that's yeah. one so, good thing that can come from this. Yes. Fantastic. Um, yeah, you've actually come on and helped me, which <laughs> will obviously flow on and help a lot so of a lot I, more people. I'll, I'll have your donut then, eh? Um, <laughs> I'll still have my uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Still, I'll still have that. Um, as much as I would love to keep this going, mate, I've actually got to go to work in half an hour. That's all sweet. No, so just call no, in. But um, call in. thank you for, for one, coming on, two, telling your story. Uh, obviously, with where you're at now, you, you're very confident and comfortable with uh, with telling your story and, and, you know, talking about your struggles, uh, which, you know, we are still finding that is is a battle yeah um and you've yeah you've come on you've definitely educated me uh which will in turn educate whoever listens to this yeah that's awesome um i do appreciate you coming on i appreciate you sharing your wisdom uh i appreciate you bloody yeah making, no. me, making me think even more than i was already thinking um but hey man i'm humbled and humbled by those words brother and um um you know, when you said there about thank you for sharing your wisdom, I, I, I do my best not to consider myself wise because, again, that's identification again. Yes. If people say that to me, awesome. Yep. You know, if they don't yep. say it to me, awesome. Yep. That's what I was saying, that yep. I, I'm the, do, you do your best not to be identified with anything. Yeah. Um, you know, very careful about the information I pass on and just know all it is is just information that I've learned myself. Yep. Uh, there are people that know a hell of a lot more than me. Yep. That's why I said you should reach out to, um, you know, those that know more than yourself in this case. You know, the modern yeah. day philosopher Eckhart Tolle, unbelievable. Yep. Um, so if anyone who hasn't who missed that before, it's called A New Earth by Eckhart Tolle, a book about the ego, read that. And uh, just seek the information out for yourself yep. with whatever resonates with you. It doesn't have to be all of this at once. And like but thank you, you very much, brother, for having me on. No, thank you for coming on. I appreciate it. Um, oh, and just, I forget this every week and it's something that I made a point of. One thing you're grateful for. Uh, that struggle. Yep. That 18 months of struggle yep. because now it's paved the way for, for what's to come. Yep. And for the first time in my life, I feel completely grounded and anchored. Um, obviously, I've got my family, I've got my health. And what I thought was good before, and now, now I know is, is, is great. And yep. I'm, excited, I'm excited to see what comes, comes of it. So I'm grateful for that struggle, yep. 100%. Yeah. Beautiful. Um, thanks again, mate. No worries. We'll definitely be chatting off air. Um, thanks, everyone. That we'll be tuning into this. That's the end of uh, episode 12. Peace out. Sweet, bro.